Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hampshire Business Show, and I am doing something funny and special today. Um, my guest, Nicole, how you is joining me. Uh, well, again, not joining me. We're just kind of rolling from the last one, and uh, we are going to do a short interview of the show. <laughs> so kind of switching seats, and it's kind of funny. She's the first guest to want to do this, so let's get started. Sounds great. <laughs> Thank you for joining me again. You're welcome. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, let's get started. Okay, well, I'm sure you sit here and you interview all these people, but maybe now it's your turn to be interviewed. So, yeah. uh, let me ask you some questions. Yeah. Um, so, how did you start doing this? Okay, um, well, when I got out of the Army, I decided I was going to get into car sales. <laughs> and so, I had been selling cars, and then I realized I couldn't find a good non-shady car dealership. So, I got out of car sales, and I started working for a gym doing like CrossFit sales and stuff. Cool. And then the gym owner sold his gym and didn't pay me a dime for anything I sold. So I got out of gym sales because I couldn't find a good gym to work for. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? If no one's going to pay me, I'm just going to pay myself. And I got into this <laughs> um, because while I'd been uh, in the gym, I decided that interviewing guests and talking to people is actually a good way to build reputation. So I sit there and I'm like, okay, I can interview people. And just by interviewing each other, we kind of like, we crossed our audiences a little bit. So people that follow you would be introduced to me and vice versa. It's pretty common for podcasters to do that. And in the process, I realized I actually really like talking to people. <laughs> so I was reading the book, The One Thing, which is over there on the wall as well. Um, nice. And uh, Do you recommend it? Oh, it's a fantastic book. Oh, everything I have up there is phenomenal. <laughs> and I have some more books, too, if you ever want recommendations. Oh, cool. I read, like, a book a week, but we can get into that in a minute. Oh, that's um, good. So, what's he saying? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, here I am building reputations, and I'm reading the one thing, and it says, build a career around what you enjoy doing. And I realize, like, talking to people. It's easy. I'm super introverted, which people find odd, but in a very controlled environment like this, I actually quite enjoy sitting down talking to people and it's easy. <laughs> gotcha. So then, and it's also a great way for me to just learn. I learned so much sitting and talking to people and learn about different industries and different ways of running businesses and different approaches and it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So it's kind of my selfish, I want to learn <laughs> kick yeah. that I, I'm always on. Because um, like very early on, kind of a different story, but someone told me that I was kind of average. I wasn't horribly intelligent. This is someone from my old school, yeah. like a teacher. Yeah. And uh, they said, you're kind of, uh, so they were glad I picked the college I went to because it fits someone like me who needs someone that's not as hard, you know, generally speaking. Yeah. And from that point forward, I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> so that's awful. I just, I can't do the non-intelligent thing. <laughs> so I'm constantly trying to learn. Yeah. That's why I read so much. That's why I don't really care for traditional academics because I think it's limited in what they actually teach you, mm -hmm. and I want to learn more. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's kind of how I got spun up on this, and then over time, it kind of grew from me having my little tripods here and a couple of cameras on them um, to kind of a setup more like this to soon, hopefully, having a much more professional setup with better cameras and better lighting and a more professional feel to it. So kind of that's like a little history of the show. That's awesome. I love that. Very inspiring too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I had that happen too. A guidance counselor was like, "Yeah, you know, you, you're you're not really gonna amount to much." And I don't think Nicole. I'm like, "What? I'm like, Screw you! I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the president of the United States." You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so what's your your one most favorite thing about doing the show? One of the big things that I enjoy about this is like helping companies. Um, I say this a lot. General companies like mom pop shops or like kind of the the brand new startups don't have the advertising budget 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 <laughs> of like Coke, Pepsi, mm-hmm. these big multi billion dollar companies. But they deserve the same chances to get seen. So I wanted to build a place where people can come and interact with these businesses. So I have a couple of businesses on here that are very successful, and you know they come in, they have a lot of money, and but they have the same chances to come on as you know someone who just started or a brand new company can come in and yeah. share what they do with everyone. Like there's no reason they can't, and I think my audience likes that because. <laughs> Everyone can get shown. That's why I don't charge people to come on the show. I want everyone to be able to come on the show, talk about what they do and what they love. And that's probably the one thing I like the most is helping businesses grow like that. That's so cool. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. I love it. That's great. (laughs) And so true, you know, the brand awareness, like you said, with Coke and Pepsi. They have people trained. You just see a little logo and you know. Like you say French fries, what do you think of? McDonald's, McDonald's, right? Yeah. All those places, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like... So I, I think you're absolutely right. Like small business owners, really, that's awesome. You know, they do. They they deserve that chance to get their name out there. And yeah. wow, I talk to a lot of small business owners. They work so hard too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's great. I love that you do that. Yeah, it's my favorite part of this. You know, helping them. Um, as I grow, I still keep every. A lot of my services are free to help people grow. And you know, it's not the best financial plan, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm helping them grow and. Um, because I think across the board, I want to make New Hampshire a, just a great place to live. And then that rubs off on places around New Hampshire, too. But uh, New Hampshire is important to me because I grew up here and I'm kind of biased in that. <laughs> yeah. And I just want it to be good. And helping the businesses is important because that also helps pull people out of poverty when the businesses are successful. Yeah. So if I can help more businesses, it'll have an impact on money levels as well, hopefully. That's kind of the plan. Yeah, yeah. That makes complete yeah. sense. So. Yeah. And generally, and then hopefully that'll bounce over to the help the drug crime rate a little bit, and so just I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> trying what I can do to help that's the economy. Great. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Plus, New Hampshire get good tax breaks too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That uh, the no sales tax and the no income taxes are really nice. We got to work on those property taxes, <laughs> but you know, we'll we'll get there one step at a time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you said you are a family man. You have three mm-hmm. kids, one yes. on the way. That's yeah. exciting. Yep, I have three children. Yeah, it's they're insane. They're just like me and my wife, who's a ball of fire herself. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the fourth one's on the way, and that's going to be the last one, <laughs> finally. <laughs> I said that two children ago. <laughs> and uh, it's a big family, and it's the only reason I want New Hampshire to be a good place to live. You know, I want them to grow up in a place that... You know, I don't have to worry about heroin needles every five feet, Ugh, yeah. you know, or just things like that. I want a good, clean place to live where they can grow up, you know, go through high school, college if they feel like it, and want to stay in New Hampshire, which is another reason I started the show, is to create a business that people can, like, move into. Yeah. <laughs> like companies and stuff. Yeah. Because um, typically people will age out, so they finish high school or college, then they leave. Mm-hmm. I think it's over 50% of the people who are close to will just leave the state. Makes sense. Either Boston, New York, especially in my industry, which is like film, tech, all that stuff. L.A., whatever. They just 
gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, we could we could keep that talent here. Like, if we had industries that supported that type of thing. That's true. There's no reason not to. So that's what I'm working on hard is to create a business where, you know, and, and then by helping other businesses keep more people here, help make this a good place to live, just mm-hmm. make New Hampshire better. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Sandler's from New Hampshire, right? Yeah. Yeah. So are a lot of other people, I think. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Silverman. Oh, wow. Uh, there's some others, but there's quite a few famous people from New Hampshire. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Let's make New Hampshire great again. <laughs> no, it's still great. Yeah. It's still great. Let's, but let's not make it super political. <laughs> I was being silly. <laughs> there's a lot of, um, I was talking to someone yesterday. Um, he works out of my office part time. He's opening up an, an office in New Hampshire. Yeah. And um, he said that uh, it's, it's a great place to um, do business because a lot of people work in Boston, live in New Hampshire just so they can get tax breaks too. Yeah. But I take my son almost every summer. I bring him, I bring him here. It's always like less than an hour from my house. Great. Um, yeah. We'll go to Storyland and yeah. um, we go to the Ice Castles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's a lot of nice stuff here. Yeah. You know? Like your ice castles, uh, I don't know a whole bunch else. I know there's a, there's actually a resort here in New Hampshire up north a little bit. Yeah. Um, I like it. I grew up there all the time. But there's like the, the mountains and yeah. So there's things to do. We need more things to do, which I think is one thing we're lacking. I know they're trying to push for a casino to like to do something oh, to wow. bring people in. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with that one, but I think they're working on that type of thing. Yeah. They're trying to legalize marijuana. There's a whole bunch of things we're trying to do to like compete with things that are working other other places uh, okay we want new hampshire to be more competitive across that so yeah, yeah we just need more attractions yeah <laughs> more things with more stuff to do yeah yeah besides hiking the casino would be huge <laughs> yeah massachusetts just put a casino in and uh they just legalized marijuana too yeah so i was excited to see how that pans out yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean as far as taxes go Oops. i mean Massachusetts has that down packed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so um, they uh, do. <laughs> I'm sure they'll they'll figure out how to make money on marijuana. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a huge industry. Colorado is is grossing unbelievable amounts of money from marijuana sales. Yeah, it's like in the million multi millions. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because that was my thing. I'm like, hey, I don't. I personally don't like taxes all that much. And I think we shouldn't really have to pay too, too many of them. Yeah, but you know, if you tax marijuana sales and reduce the damn property taxes you know you could really help new hampshire economy i mean it's, it's already hard to find houses to move into in new hampshire you do that there's gonna be nothing for sale oh, why <laughs> like, is that there's less properties no um well there's less properties for sale and when they go on market they get sold very very quickly oh i didn't know that yeah new hampshire's uh, housing market's on fire right now oh. for whatever reason and kind of down the road this is a the second half of my company yes i own uh, pastrana real estate investments which mm. is not the new Hampshire business show but it's like a real estate investing company yeah and our goal is i want to get to a point where i can make starter like more starter type homes so yeah. within like the 100 to low 200 because that's very hard to find and i'm like with more houses and more property people can actually move to new hampshire and stay and new families can join here so that's kind of like a joint problem mm. where property taxes make it hard to build the houses people need to move here to, or stay uh, <laughs> so we're like huh, well this is kind of fun like where do we go with this problem yeah, <laughs> so i've been looking at it from a very big perspective <laughs> that's cool so tell me more about your real estate investing company um 
Yeah, I guess you can own the side. Yeah, I, I own a bunch of properties down in North Carolina. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, because I used to, I was stationed in on Fort Bragg. Oh. So I just kind of bought some stuff when I was down there, and it kind of it, it can be tricky from a distance, but it's good to like have the extra money coming in, mm-hmm. and that lets me kind of ease off my services for the show. Yeah. Because I still have money coming in, so I can support myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I can still benefit businesses by letting them come on the show for free and stuff. And wow. If I was in a different situation, it probably wouldn't be as easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. Yeah. But um, I worked everything, and it just kind of worked out into a way that I can do this the way I want to. And I do my best to help people. And as soon as I can get some sponsors to help ease it up a little bit, I can do hint, even hint, more nudge, to help. Nudge. Yeah, I can do even more to <laughs> expand and grow and make people see the show and stuff like that. So. Oh, terrific. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um. It's fun being the one doing the interviewing, huh? Um, <laughs> trying to think what else. I mean, there's there's probably hundreds of questions I could ask you. Yeah. What's your favorite color? No. Um, uh, black uh, and red. Black and I'm red. Wearing, literally wearing those colors right now. It's a good combo. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a pink person oh, really? myself. <laughs> well, uh, you're kind of wearing a pink, yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, how long do you plan on doing this for like for the rest of your life? Or how, what are your plans with the yeah. show? D- generally speaking, I do want to do this for until I foreseeably cannot. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is kind of what I have planned for the future. Now, I do want to bring on other hosts. Eventually, the company needs to grow a little bit before I can do that. Yeah. But I want, you know, a couple hosts, ease my schedule a little bit. Um, I'm still trying to push to about seven a week. But then with other hosts, they can do other different types of shows. Yeah. Because I also want to do on-site shows. So bring a crew set up at someone's business and do a very similar type format just on-site. Yeah. Um, But again, to do that, I need crew and because I, I, that's how I started this I stopped doing it because it's super annoying to haul the equipment to places yeah yeah I bet <laughs> yeah and when you have like three cameras on each setup those things can get heavy and then you have all the equipment and it's a pain to do yeah um, so eventually I will get back to a point where I can do that yeah um, but we're trying to grow to about seven a week so if anyone wants to come on the show let me know because I seriously need more guests than I get I reach out to tons, and I can do three or four a week typically, but I want, like, seven. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm trying to get them all stacked on the one day. So, like, say it's a Monday, just for example. Right. Like, Monday, seven interviews. I release them throughout the week. That's kind of my long, long long-standing goal. Yeah. That makes sense, though. I don't see why anyone would not want to come on the show. I mean, promoting yourself, your passions, your business, what you're about. And it's free. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I sometimes I don't know if the free thing's hurting me because some businesses this is my um, mom and pop shops and like the, the lower startups and stuff like that I never have an issue getting them on the show it's easy yeah but as I start ticking up the list to how much they're worth and how much of a chain I have to go through to get to somebody in like management they become less and less likely to come on the show so if I walked up to Plan, like Planet Fitness, who their headquarters out in New Hampshire, yeah, that's where they started is here. Oh, I didn't know like, that. Yeah, um, I think it's Portsmouth or Hampton, like kind of that area yeah. where their the world headquarters is, because uh. they started here, and like I probably would never go to get the owner of Planet Fitness on my show, 
at least not at the level I'm at now. Yeah. So it, it's <laughs> it's kind of a fun little like I have to get to a level where people can come to me and see the value there, and yeah. it's easy on I know on the beginning level, mm-hmm. but the higher up I go, the less likely they are to come visit me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you will. You just yeah. you know, keep grinding. You will. Oh, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. Especially with the. I keep saying the new studio, it's, um, we're still working out a schedule or if we want to do it or not, but the other studio is considerably more expensive. Yeah. So it kind of has that level of professionalism that makes it a little easier to get higher up clients. Yeah. Um, but I also like my office and my little setup and yeah. it's fun. It's mine. It's comfy. <laughs> yeah. I like it too. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I listen to Tony Ro- Robbins a lot okay, yeah. and, um, he says something similar to the fact where he's got a good friend and his friend um, runs hotels and he has like the most luxurious hotels in like Las Vegas and um, he charges people ridiculous amounts of money but people pay it because people think well if it's if it's that much money it must be amazing like I'm getting the best service ever whereas if someone's like I'll charge you um, 75% less I got the same amenities you know come on in they won't people won't stray towards that because there's some kind of psychological thing about paying more money and getting better things but in reality sometimes it's not like that you know yeah and that's again i i can definitely see that yeah because i've heard that a lot especially as you start getting into high-end products yes like they're expensive because they're expensive yeah type deals yes um the, the flip side it's like well the, the beginning companies, would, if I started charging, would be like, uh, maybe I don't want to go on the show. So it's like, what do I want to do? <laughs> it's fun, though. It's a fun little problem I've been playing through and working out and yeah. making happen. So And it's also, I do them in person, um, which a lot of podcasts don't do. Oh. A lot of them are done like over Skype or over something like that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, when you get in person, there's a level of personability I guess there's a yeah. connection there that you don't get from a computer yeah that's true you know so the interviews are better they make more sense they're they just they sound better they feel better yeah and afterwards you're kind of like you're all excited you're like yeah, this is, that was so much fun I had a great time yeah and, you know it just there's more emotion to it and definitely it is better across the board and a lot of people don't want to take the time to I've actually had companies turn me down they're like oh, I can't take the hour to come over and you know be on your show and like I mean, we do it after you close I and mean, I don't care yeah <laughs> you know, find a time to come on the show <laughs> yeah so little issues I run into here and there yeah <laughs> I run into those same problems yeah I mean if something's that important to someone then I don't think driving an hour is gonna kill them to yeah. promote themselves and get themselves out there and meet a, you know, a wonderful person like you yeah <laughs> thank you you're welcome <laughs> um, so we've talked about your favorite things, some challenges, which all of us people face. Um, so what, what would be like your ideal, um, what's your ideal goal? You want to have at least seven people a week. You want to have a nicer studio. Mm-hmm. Do you want to eventually be like a Jay Leno or a, no. a well, Howard Stern? Uh, I mean, very very successful i can't say no because they're super successful yes um not my style (laughs) (laughs) typically um do you know entrepreneur on fire by chance no so 
there's a couple of podcasts that I kind of very loosely structured this around and I, I guess an idea. Yeah. Um, Entrepreneur on Fire is the newest one I found. He does seven interviews a week, very similar to what I'm trying to do. You know, does them all in one day, plays them out through the entire week, and he makes $200,000 a month. Like, that's wow. not a bad place to be. <laughs> and nope. I could do a lot to help the economy with that type of production. Yes. <laughs> Correct? So, yeah. I wouldn't mind getting to that area because then I could really focus on real estate as well. Yeah. Um, there's an individual named Joe Rogan. Yeah. His podcast is very similar to this as well. Um, that's, I want to go to that point. His interviews are three hours long, which I would love if people would actually sit down and talk to me for three hours. Wow. <laughs> but that's like daily, three hours, and you just sit there and you talk. Wow. And I love that type of thing as well because it's so much fun. Um, yeah. And there's an, individ an, an individual named Dave Rubin. His, his is more politics. Yeah. But it's a very nice setup. It's where I do the face-to-face -face instead of cantered like most people do. Yeah. A lot of people... They'll put the cameras kind of set up on one side like this, and then the two hosts will be there right. kind of cantered towards the camera. Right, right, right. So it's a very, to me, it just feels odd because you don't have that directly face-to-face -face yeah, approach. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So uh, little things from each place, and that's cool. I kind of build my own style, and but very similar to Joe Rogan is kind of where I pulled most of this. I would love that. A few hundred thousand dollars a month, <laughs> you know, sitting down talking to people and helping businesses like I do is kind of where I want to be. Yeah. Um, we're all, we also do a little bit of advertising as far as, you know, we sell some marketing products and stuff like that. And I want to grow that part of the business so that people can actually work for the company. Yeah. And like I can help pay the salaries and, you know, they'll, the sales crew will do their thing and have a more legitimate company that can help the community a little bit more. It's kind of goals. That's great. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love your vision. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you find people to get on your show? Oh, uh, a lot of word of mouth. So a lot of me talking to a guest like you and me right now, right, are right now, and we did for our interview. Yeah. And them going out and being like, "Oh, that was awesome! I know these people," and they hand yeah. a bunch of people off to me, and I go to every networking event I can go to because I have a different approach when I go to networking events. I don't like talking to every single person there i find it a waste of my time really i'll find like one or two people who i'm interested in and i'll build like a little bit of a relationship there and then i'll invite them onto the show and we'll, we'll continue from there very similar to what i did with you when i went to the friends of kevin event yeah um i spoke with another individual i think it was mark mark all, yeah, yeah yeah and we spoke for a, a good like 10 15 20 minutes about all this stuff and then i kind of pulled you aside after you were done speaking and um, did the same thing and, and that was it like I emailed everyone else to kind of like get to know them as well mm -hmm. but I sit down and I have a couple of really good conversations and that always supplies me with some really good you know interviews and then follow on to some follow-up stuff so that's awesome yeah yeah I did a Facebook live on a group before I came in and um I told him I was going on your show yeah so awesome. they all know who you are now. <laughs> and that's, I said, that's fantastic. I said, he's, he, he seems like he really is about building people up. And I'm sure he would have no objection to any of you guys coming on the show. They're all women, business, small business owners. Oh, that. With their own it, businesses. It's actually one of my biggest demographics. Wow. Um, especially for my guests. Yeah. My guests on the show is traditionally um, 30s and 40s women, generally is what I get. Mm -hmm. And I find that pretty interesting. A lot of them, you know, they were working in typical jobs. They get sick and tired of it, 
and then kind of like branch off into starting their own businesses. Yep. Where they're kind of like on the on the wall there. Yep. It's kind of like my what I get a lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. blowing up right now. Yeah. And what's cool about it, I don't know if men are like this, but we all like there's we have our like little groups online. We mm -hmm. all chat with each other and we we like we support each other, we lean on each other and it's just amazing. It's in, and it's all online. There's just different couple of different groups that I go to in my in mass and it's amazing how some how supportive it is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We all help each other, we talk through things. Yeah. It's great. It, I get that a little bit, but typically in the groups that I formed with other women. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are a few that I'm in that are very helpful and compatible like that. Yeah. But it's like primarily women. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know many male groups are like that without like a lot of fights and <laughs> like, I make more money than you. And I'm like, whatever. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't that like whole, that. That whole fight contest that constantly goes on. Yeah. <laughs> That, that sounds annoying. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So we're rolling up on about a half hour here, and I know you have to get going. So um, thank you so much for interviewing me. Yeah. And uh, if anyone wants to follow me more, I mean, you should know how to get a hold of me, but NewHampshireBusinessShow.com, <laughs> uh, and you can literally get a hold of any any of my stuff from there. So, you know, thank you so much. Thank Nicole. you. It's been awesome. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So until next time, talk to you guys later.